In the 11th bracha, we do not request justice per se, so much as we request that God restore our system of justice. The Sanhedrin of judges carrying the original smicha, empowered to interpret the Torah and to legislate based upon it. Restoring our legal system would be the first step in returning us to a Torah-based society that functions in the service of Hashem. We will start with a basic working definition of the Hebrew word halacha. This noun comes from the verb root for walking or going. As we go through life, we need a path to follow in order to safely reach our intended destination. It is insufficient simply to desire to serve Hashem and to bring ourselves to a high spiritual level and closest to Him. We need to know what practical steps we must take in order to reach the destination. These specific instructions are the basis of Halacha, Jewish law. Halacha tells us what we are supposed to do and what we are supposed to refrain from. In most cases, these instructions take the form of binding commandments, both positive and negative, what we call mitzvos. Some of the positive mitzvos apply constantly. In fact, there are at least six mitzvos that we can fulfill at any given moment. Some are time-related, including daily, weekly, and yearly. Some are situational. Most negative commandments apply constantly, though some are time-related. As brought down by our sages, there are 613 biblical commandments. That does not mean that there are only 613 mitzvos, but rather, there are 613 hyperlinks in God's manual for living. Every action we should be doing, and every mitzvah that exists, is either explicitly mentioned in the Torah, or is a hyperlink of one of these commandments. In times like today, when no formal central authority, the Sanhedrin, exists, God has provided guidelines to ensure the continuance of Judaism. It was surely impossible to include every possible case in the Talmud. Besides for the fact that the Talmud Bavli is long enough, with 2,711 double-sided folios, it is also impossible for our sages of earlier generations to anticipate modern-day cases. That is why we have the Talmud, with its seemingly archaic cases and ancient commentaries. It is a written compilation of the Torah, and every answer to every question can be found in it. Hashem gave each qualified Torah scholar, anyone that knows the sources well enough, the right to decide questions of Torah law. Even if laws were forgotten, they could be restored through what we know as the, the halachic process. Generally, we follow the majority opinion in all areas of conflict. Therefore, if two factions oppose each other in a question of law, the opinion of the faction, including the greatest number of sages, is that which must be followed. However, 
if it is well established that the smaller group is superior in wisdom and scholarship, then its opinion must be followed. We, as a Jewish people, have determined that wisdom takes precedence over numbers. How this is determined is a question for another time. Also relevant to our discussion is the concept of Yeridas Hadaros, literally the, following, the falling or lowering of generations. Based on a Gemara, this teaches us that earlier generations are more authoritative because they were closer to the generation of Moshe Rabbeinu and the original transmission of the Torah from Moses to God and God to the Jewish people in the generation after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt. Therefore, a later generation generally cannot argue on a statement or ruling of a previous generation. Halacha does not merely represent the legal decisions of our sages, but rather as Jews, we believe that Jewish law is the will of God. Therefore, through the study and observance of halacha, one can gain a unique closeness to Hashem. It is through halacha that all things in the entire world become part of creation's purpose. It is thus taught that one who studies halacha every day is guaranteed a portion in the world to come. In our discussion of the bracha of slicha, in our conversation on the concept of schar ve'onesh, reward and punishment, I quoted a beautiful quotation I heard in the name of one of the Jewish people's most eloquent lecturers today, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson. He said that the Baal Shem Tov taught that halacha is an acronym, Roshay Tevas, for the words, Hariu Hashem Kol Haaretz, praise Hashem throughout the entire world. Because when a Jew follows halacha, he taps into the symphony of Hashem's world. The essence of the halachic process is that as long as it is not clouded by ulterior motives or the desire for assimilation or profit, the collective Jewish will parallels the will of God. This is because, as the Zohar Rakadosh writes, the Torah and Akadosh Baruch Hu are one and the same. Any decision or practice that is instituted to serve God joins the mainstream of Jewish tradition and becomes part of the authority of the Torah itself. In August of 2019, Israeli politician Betzalel Smotrich created a firestorm when, speaking at a conference of rabbis, he said, we would all like the state to act according to the Torah and Halacha. Though he also remarked that the prospect was not yet feasible because, quote, there are other people who think differently and we need to get along with them, end quote. The fact is that the reinstating of the original smicha of the Sanhedrin of Torah law should be our goal. Every time we pray, when we say the Amida, we plead with God to restore our legal system because as we just clarified, living based on Jewish law is to live in accordance with divine will, to bind yourself to Hashem. God and the Torah are not separate entities. 
They are one and the same. When we connect to Hashem, we connect to Torah. And when we follow the Torah, we connect ourselves to God in the clearest way possible.